Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. Just got back from the Prowl in Bisbee, Arizona, and the ride to and from was fucking fantastic. Got to take some beautiful people on a trip, pull some Yankees out of their comfort zone, throw them in the dirt, put them on new bikes. It was fucking awesome. Today's show, I sat down with Randy Detroit Haywood and Jody Perowitz, the fastest woman on two wheels. And uh, after our trip to Bisbee and hanging out with everybody that came to celebrate shoppers in that beautiful Arizona town, we got to, you know, hide away for a minute and talk shop. And it was beautiful. In this first episode, we mainly just talk about our trip out there. And, uh, dude, it was it was great. Just kind of reminisce on the past few days. Uh, next week's episode will be where me and Detroit talk to Jody about how she became one of the fastest women on two wheels. So stick around. It's only getting better. Big shout out to Tiny and Chris for putting in all the work to make this weekend's party happen. Thank you, Tyler. I mean, thank you, Lowbrow Customs, for putting on a bitchin' fucking taco party at the Gay 90s Bar on Friday night where we rode in from Mexico and literally landed in the party. It was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we. Uh, it took us a couple tries to get into Mexico, but we finally made it. Anyways, that event... Uh, it used to be called the Howlin' Prowl. It used to happen on Memorial Day weekend while I'd be in New Mexico. Uh, finally lined up with the schedule this year, and I'm super stoked. We got a super secret project that we did out there as well. I brought in some some of my favorite people from around the country and got to meet a bunch of my favorite people. You know, uh, what's cool, like the Arizona scene, everybody in around there is like, there's a, I've just met so many like real ride or die motherfuckers out there that, you know, I see them all over the country on their motorcycle, right? Not, if they can't ride their bike there, I don't see them. And uh, there's just some of the fucking raddest people in that area, uh, you know, in between here and California. You know, there's even some in California as well. And in New Mexico and Colorado and, and Texas. Um, just a great spot in Bisbee, such a cool fucking town. And I actually got to meet fucking Doug Stanhope, dude. Oh, I almost forgot about that. It was like the last night we were there. I couldn't even fucking believe it, honestly. Uh, he just walked out of the bar, and there he was. And I was like, no fucking way. Stanhope? And he turned around, and he looked at me like I was an idiot. I was like, Doug Stanhope, let me shake your hand, you know. Asked him if he checked out the bike show this weekend. He was like, No. I waited for all those dumbasses to leave. And I tried to sneak down here and get a beer. And I was just like, busted. Uh, anyways, it was cool. He was wearing fucking plaid pants. I couldn't believe it. It was awesome. Um, so, yeah, there's some cool fucking people. Uh, Nako, thank you for putting me up and, uh, you know, just being a great ambassador of that area. Gabe, you are a fucking one hell of a musician. It was cool to see you play. Al as well. Uh, Kickstart Mike. Thank you for fucking being a ride or die. Alan Wayne Nichols, the tattoo troubadour. And Brian Helm came all the way from Daytona. I'm telling you, this was a good fucking trip. Great people. We got to share it with Jody Perowitz in Detroit. And I put Detroit on this new Pan America. And man, he is a fucking believer. 
And as you follow along over the next year, I'm going to be putting a lot of people on this bike and just, you know, taking them out and sharing them a new way of traveling. Uh, it's not even new, but just kind of share the road with them and uh, give them an experience that they may never would have got. So pretty cool to be able to do that. Um, what am I doing? I'm introing this podcast, just yelling at my phone on the side of my house. Uh, dude, so the next event is the Texas Fandango. That's right. It's like next week. You got to meet me in Fredericksburg at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds. That's right. The band's back, dude. The outbound train will be playing. Uh, we're going to do a fucking race on Saturday. There, I got a flathead. I'm going to race it. We're going to do a kickstart competition. There's a chopper show, a swap meet. The fucking barbecue rhino will be there cooking up barbecue. Fuck yeah. Um, and, the you know, the riding is just so great in and around there. If you're there early, fucking chase me down. I'm going to do a super secret uh, motorcycle ride on Thursday where we're going to go out and, you know, check out some of the back roads and eat some good food and, uh, you know, just ride the choppers a little bit. Um, after that, what's next? That's the... March 31st, April 1st, and 2nd. And then we got the big run to El Diablo. Um, and then Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. Holy shit. That is like the 19th, 20th, and 21st, I believe, the weekend before Memorial Day at Loretta Lynn's Ranch, Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, home of the Bling Cycles Invitational, and your first chance to ride, test ride, a Harley-Davidson Pan-America off-road thanks to the ADV experience. They're going to have fucking games and competitions. Uh, the music this year is going to be incredible. The Wall of Death will be there. Don't fucking miss Tennessee. Um, this show, like all shows, is brought to you by MCShopTees.com, your T-shirt of the month club. That's right. This month, we featured Sugar Shack Cycles out of Tempe, Arizona. I got to finally meet Sean. What a fucking cool cat. He's been swamped, but he's making room, getting bikes out of his shop so that he can go on a little road trip this summer. And it was super rad to feature his shop. Our buddy Bryce from Dallas did a kick-ass piece of art with a dude grinding on his skateboard down the fucking springer on the front end of a chopper. I hope that you were signed up and that one of these shirts made it to your mailbox. And it's a white tee because guess what? Summer is coming, dude. Uh, super rad to feature your shop, Sean. I wish you the best. If you're in and around Tempe, you need something, hit them up at Sugar Shack Cycles. Now, next month, I got a couple of different ideas, but I think I think we're going to lean on... Uh, I had one idea. So I got Indian Larry coming up, and I have... Uh, oh, shit. Speed Deluxe. Now, both of these shops are rad. I met it, Bob, Bobby Seeger who took over the Indian Larry uh, franchise, if you will, a couple years ago. Actually, it's been more than that, but I met him earlier this year. And it's been sweet to spend time with him and hear about how and why he took the reins, you know, to keep that legacy going. And it's super rad to be able to feature him. Uh, Speed Deluxe, he puts on a race called the Vintage 1000. You know me, racing and vintage shit. I love it. It's like 1,000 miles off-road. Uh, Jake Hines did this race a couple years back. Um, but 
Anyways, he's got a shop. Dude, you just got to go to mcshoptees.com because you're not going to know until it's too late. So go sign up. You can sign up month to month by three, six, 12-month packages. We got men's sizes, women's sizes, and kids' sizes. That's right. I know your kid's wearing something fucking retarded to school every day. It's got fucking ketchup and mustard all over it, maybe some yogurt. We're going to have some watermelon stains this summer. It might as well be a cool-ass fucking motorcycle T-shirt. So mcshoptees.com. If you want to support the show, but you got too many t-shirts, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. And there's a Patreon link where you can sign up and donate five bucks a month, which is super rad. I just put it in my tank. I just fucking pollute the ecosystem with all your money, and I love it. And that's how I get to these shows. And I talk to these amazing people and share all these amazing stories. I want to thank everybody that contributes. Really, it makes it happen every single month. Uh, each month I got a hundred dollar gift card to give away to lowbrowcustoms.com. That's right. Lowbrowcustoms.com supports me and they will support you too. Go sign up. Tyler was there this weekend and it was super rad to see the lowbrow customs crew out and about. I haven't seen them outside of Cleveland or Ohio in a long time. So that was fucking cool. I hope you guys enjoyed that, fellas, and I hope to see you again in the future. They have an event in Cleveland called Fuel Cleveland. Check it out. Um, on top of that, I got some really sick shit going on later this year, and this is a very limited offer, right? I am guiding my first trip to Nepal with Motorcycle Sherpa. That is Bear and Booty's company, and I'm just kind of like going to be the, the chauffeur, the liaison, if you will, of good times in Nepal. That is the first trip in November. We are going to Nepal. So go to Motorcycle Sherpa and check it out now. This will sell out. This will not be available forever. I probably will not guide a trip in Nepal again. The next one will be Mongolia or India or fucking who knows. But right now, I'm guiding that first trip in November, so go sign up. If you are a Patreon member, then you already know. Every month you donate $5, you got a chance at winning a Motorcycle Sherpa Expedition at the end of this year. So go check all that shit out. And if you really want to support the show, go to KnivesMadeByNick.com and buy a knife. Fucking, when it rains, it pours, and the shit has hit the fan over at the Knives Made by Nick motorcycle shop. So, go buy a knife, because that would help him out, and I need him with me, because I fucking love having him with me. We missed him on this last trip. Uh, you know? Fuck. We needed shit, and like he wasn't there with it, so we gotta fix that. So, go to knivesmadebynick.com and buy a knife. Put a tool on your belt. Be ready for the fucking worst and the best at all times with a knife made by Nick. Um, okay, that is enough rambling. Uh, this podcast was recorded at, where was it recorded at? It was like the fucking, the Bisbee Grand Hotel, thanks to a new friend of mine named Austin. Uh, he is part of a super secret operation that we uh, took part in this weekend, and I cannot wait for you to be able to experience that in full. But until then, here's a little sliver of the pie with Jody Perowitz and Randy Detroit Haywood.
Now I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Now you got it? Jody, Detroit. All day, every day. Dude, thank y'all for joining me on this like awesome trip. Pretty cool, hadn't it been? This is a wicked good trip. Yeah. It's kind of like most of your trips you do, right? Um, no. <laughs> I do some adventurous stuff, close. but this is. This, this is, is not for this the fate school- at heart. No, it's not for the fate at heart, and it's definitely showing sure up scooter bomb level. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. What did uh, What did you guys expect coming into this? I expected to to rough it, but. You don't really know the definition of rough until you rough it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, I knew not showering is part of this life and just doing what you do. But what I expected was, I mean, I know your vibe. So I said, oh, it's going to be a good trip. But you can multiply that by 100 because not only that you put together this crazy thing, but you your ability to put the right chemistry of people together was crazy. I mean, yeah. I have the best people around me. I don't yeah. even have to... You do have a good just, gang. Yeah. yeah, they're the yeah, best. Yeah, for real. Yeah. They're, they're good, solid guys. And you've only seen a part of them. Yeah, that's it, you know. I mean, it's not like the 645 gang. <laughs> I felt hurt when you said his people. Yeah. We okay. <laughs> we can kind of fit in that category now. Oh, you are now. Yeah. Listen, we no. listen, listen, listen. Y'all got me on a whole nother level. I mean, I exercised a demon off me today that just had me shaking my head like, wow. And camping out and getting bit by scorpions. I mean, that first day was a good one. I mean, we put down some yeah. good miles. Yeah. You know, I was still breaking in that shovel head motor. Uh, but we, I mean, yeah. we've like it a on. champ. Oh, yeah. Man, let me tell you, I've been around a lot of cats, and uh, we talk a lot of trash in the city. And I'm probably going to get jumped on when I get back because I, I thought they could ride. And they can. <laughs> Let me clean this up. I agree. Yeah, well, I thought they think could. Think about this before you fit no, it out. No, man, there. I, yeah. listen, all I got at this age. They keep talking about the dang on ocean. I told you this before, and the space is the last frontier. Nope. The truth is the last. So that's all I got. So, yeah. And my guys, they can ride. We got a brother, man. His name is LB the Great. And He didn't get that one. He didn't, he didn't get that one without earning it. Yeah. But what I've seen on this trip with them old choppers, I'm going, no, it's a whole nother level. You know, I'm like, the only tattoo of somebody's name that I was going to put on my body, and it wasn't even going to be a tattoo, it's just going to be my wife's initials. That's all it was going to be. SKH, right? Shana Keenan Hayward. Shoot, two days ago, I'm like, man, where could I put, like, just danger? Just <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were going to say a scorpion. Oh, that, you should get a scorpion That's covered. Now, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a that's scorpion that. named danger. Yeah, yeah. I told him when we got to the top of that second mountain, I said, you got to call me um, DJ. Danger Junior. That mountain was so high. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I first dreamed this up, I was talking to Jody, and I was like, Jody, you know, 
I was figuring out how she could get her bike here. I was like, fuck that, you just ride the Pan America, you know? Yeah. And then I started talking to Detroit, and I was like, I don't even know what this guy has in his quiver, you know? I've only, only seen race bikes, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I was like, well, I got a Pan Am. She's, Jody's already got a way to get her bike you, you here. Like, you like, I yes, went right Jody, after, she'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> but I'm glad I did, because <laughs> I know, I after, agree. after spending time with them, like, we need, we need to go out on two Pan Ams and, like, yes. really, really go. I want to do some dirt time. Put it in the dirt. Yeah. yeah. Cause this, this. I mean, what did you think about that? That was was this really your first time to ride one of those? Yes. You never, you hadn't even been on one before. Now been on one. I thought they were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't got to that age, Jody. When you just say anything, I told you after you hey, crossed fifty. Out. That's what this Listen, is for. I had one delivered to the house for for a cat, and the driver asked me, "This guy delivers bikes." He said, "Could you help me get the last bike off?" So three bikes came to the house. He said, I can't manage the other one. It's too tall. So I get up there, and I'm like, this is one stupid bike. Because <laughs> we're both like this, right? And then my man who had it delivered was like, oh, you could have rode it. No, nah, that bike, that's too tall. It, it, nah, I ain't doing that. I don't do enduro. I don't do, I've never ridden dirt bikes, so whatever. Have you never ridden dirt bikes no, legit? No, You've never? I've ridden one dirt bike last year. It was electric. It was in the snow. We do this thing called, they do this thing in the city, outside the city called uh, uh, Moto Winter Camp. So we camp out. So I'm like, no, nah, I don't Pan American, no. Nah. So then when you start talking about it, so what blew my mind was watching what you did going down through South America and watching you handle this thing and that little clip of you getting clipped by the truck, right? That was a little clear. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't little clear. <laughs> I don't want to scare the kids. This. <laughs> but then it was like, damn, it was like, yeah, I guess I can figure out how to get, how to mount it. And once I got to your cut, to your house, you said, oh, no, this is how you get on. That was it. But the bike. Yeah, he was talking about having to do yoga every morning just yeah, to get on the motorcycle. Get on the I was like, no, check this out, dude. Check have, you out. Set on, have you set on one yet? Uh, yeah, I've ridden one oh, before. Oh, so yeah, listen, you, yeah. you, you, you know. I'm when the... they first came out, uh, my my aunt owns a Holly dealership. Okay. So I went when she had the demo truck there with them. Yeah. I was there and, you know, took it out for a ride yeah. for, like, the day. There, the, I, and I was impressed yeah. at the torque. Yeah. And, you know, that they, they were a cool bike, but I was just kind of like, eh. I was really, really impressed how you just said torque. That was pretty cool. That's that New England. <laughs> I'm impressed the way she talks, period. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Yeah, I, I, each day, each day, each day is something new. So let's go back to that first day where I was like, I've been no, so. No, before the first day, when you both of you are like, how many miles are we doing? And I'm like. The big day is the first one. We're going to do about 500. Oh, right. that's easy. That's nothing. Right. <laughs> we're about 400 miles in, and y'all kept looking at me like, are we there yet? <laughs> yeah. Are we there we're, yet? Well, because I was, like, so anticipating this camping. Oh, like, you, yeah, both okay, of you were. I'm going yeah. to sleep beside my bike, like, on the ground, yeah. in the, you know, desert, like, under the stars. What is this going to entail? See, so I was antsy to get where we were going so I could see it. And even though once we got where we were going and it was pitch dark out and I couldn't see it, it still was actually not that bad. No, that, it was, I would it do was, it again. It was not bad. It was awesome. It, it was, was awesome. awesome. It was that awesome. That was the best night. That, it was, that was the best was, night. They always are the best Everything night. Everything was perfect. The, the weather was perfect. What about the that dinner where you were had perfect. to... 
yeah. sing hallelujah right. just to get a fake password. Yeah, but then the lady didn't even tell me what the Wi-Fi password was. <laughs> it was hallelujah. And we I had just to pray, said, we didn't know pray how to, to spell Jesus. It. Yeah, you got to pray to Jesus. <laughs> Look, the, the 600 miles, the 500 miles, so when I ride. Yeah, we ended up doing, what, 150 more than I said we were yeah, going to do? But yeah, even it was with like that, And here's why the ride was so great. So usually when we knock down six, 700 miles, we have to be somewhere. But you had said something, you was like, no, we're going to play it. We might see something. We might pull over. So the only thing. You didn't know when the end was going to be. There that's was it. No, right. yeah. that, that was it. Yeah. Right. That was it. Yeah. But what did not happen, I'm telling you, I only text one club brother. What did not happen was this absolute fatigue that I usually have on my body. Well, that was that bike you were on. Yeah, and I was going to say, at the beginning of uh, when we start doing our rides, right? So we have breakout ride in a few weeks and so forth. The other thing that was crazy, I, I'm just going to say it. I see people riding these Enduros, and I'm like, that is, that don't, and the stupidity of my swag is I'm going to lean into this thing. And I'm looking at people going, you sit up on this bike. I mean, I'm sitting up on it. I'm nodding at kids in station wagons. Hello, little chap. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're in a David Mann scene? Yeah. Pulling the up with I got to get somebody <laughs> to pay it. So a scorpion coming over the mountain is chopper. Oh, yeah. Look, we're going to be a team. <laughs> but it was... You know, I'll, I'll tell you what I told I told you earlier about what my wife said. You didn't hear this, right? So I'm talking to my wife, and she said, you must be having a ball because I haven't heard from you. And didn't text me, didn't call me. I said, honey, I'm... And, and she knows I love the people who love this, and so I have all these adventures. So she's like, you know, it's just what he does. So I'm telling her, when we stopped, right before we went into... Came out of Mexico the first time. Hey, tried to get in Mexico. Didn't happen. They wanted too much for the license. They was going to get her money back. Her exact words were, yeah, right. You wouldn't get no money back. So she was like, that's a good deal. I said, no, nah, we're rolling now. We're going to roll along the border wall. That was cool, wasn't so, it? Yeah, that was cool. So when rolling I talked to her again, cool. I said, Mexico was crazy. And she said, what do you mean? I thought you y'all got put out because that's how we're joking with it. I said, no, nah, we, I, I, we went in at another location and then we came out into a party and then we walked back over the border and she said this is what i told danger she said the guy you're riding with his name danger dan right i said yeah she said but your name's not <laughs> oh, that's good. Boy, you married me well no, it is no, when you're riding with these black squirrels black squirrels oh i did tell her that <laughs> she, she did like that she <laughs> but no dan i mean I, yeah, I mean, the trip didn't go, they never really go as planned. That's why I try and, like, really manage expectations of everybody on the ride ahead of time. You know, like, you know, not build it up too much. But after talking to Jody, she was so excited about Big Ben in Mexico. And I was like, you know, if you look up Mexico on the news right now, it's not good. Yeah, but like, see, I don't watch the news. So to me, it was like, I don't care. Oh, she yeah. Didn't, yeah, she didn't know about no, the, I didn't know about the four Americans three weeks ago. Said, yeah. Did I just, you? I just, yeah, I knew. I just okay. told her yesterday. Nah. I knew. That's what made it. Oh my I, I probably shouldn't should say this, but that's what I, made I, it like I that. Mean, I seriously, I live in a motorcycle bubble. That's it. Sure. I don't watch the news. I don't pay attention to social media. I'm glad you didn't I, watch I it. I live in my own bubble. I don't trust the news completely, but I do have resources in Mexico, you know, and I listen to them. Right. Well, I totally Not, trusted you, and I thought, okay, this you, you're very well-rounded. You're experienced. 
You go to all these other foreign countries that are way worse than Mexico, probably. So if, well, if you didn't <laughs> think that we should go, I I trusted you. I'm a sound like I my wife. Like, His I mean, name I'm, has danger <laughs> in it. No, I mean, I really. Maybe did, that's why I like him. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't think it was the best idea, but I was like, you know what? We gotta take some chances. Right. You know, like we're just gonna take some chances because. I mean, my my biggest rule is always get past the border. Like, don't hang out in the border towns. And you know what we did? We just, like, went into border town and went to the next border town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Like, you know, I can, I can probably say this now because... You can say whatever now. We're back I'm from, in the United States. Well, yeah. you all going to be mad. It wasn't even Mexico. It was you all. <laughs> and so I was like, if something go down, they're in trouble. I'm just switching modes and I'm going off the road. I mean, even that one, you know, where the highway was raised and dropped off, I'm like, you know, all man for himself and God help us all. It's funny because I thought that I was like the only one that could survive that jump. Uh, listen, is Detroit like he could be? I got it. Well, I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that. That chopper yeah, is an adventure bike. That yeah. chopper is That's an adventure bike. I, 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 I got, saw that today. <laughs> yeah, I got turned out. I'm, I'm over there. I'm calling people. You think you can help me turn my 50 pan to a shovel? <laughs> yeah, that y'all listen. You know, the way you ride your chopper and understand your chopper, like man, okay. You know, it, it, it took a long time and it took a lot of help from other people. You know, that didn't... I'm sure. That's a lot of miles. I didn't figure that out on my own. Yeah, that's a lot of miles on the same bike to know it that well. That's probably part of my problem is I don't have that many miles on the same bike because I ride so many different bikes. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of it, I... I can get on... I, I confidently... Get on any bike. Yeah, yeah. I confidently can get on any bike and, and ride it. But I don't have a bike that I know so well. I, mean, like I feel you. like because I've been able to figure that bike out so well, every other bike is pretty Nothing. easy to <laughs> yeah. ride. You know, yeah. and that, that like is. that Pan America. You know, people were like, "How do you trust this first year?" I'm like, "If I can do what I do on my '59, this fucking 2021 is gonna be just fine." You know, we changing the oil in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I told mean. my boy, I said, "Yeah, we knocked down the break-in miles, and we stopped and changed the oil." Oh, you found a dealer? Yeah. How long did you all wait while they changed it? Oh, no. No, my man don't do that. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I sent him a picture of me laying on the ground. I said, no. Nah. And then he's, he said, you changed? I said, well, I, I took parts loose and this and that because yeah. I was riding it. Yeah. And that was you important. You got down there. You were like, no, nah, yeah. I broke it in. I'm yeah, going to help. That, that was it. important. And, and what's crazy, though, and I dare not say this for new riders, the Pan American will make you a better rider, right? I'm coming down the mountain, I'm, shake, I'm exercising this demon from my crash, and it wasn't as high as that. Uh, but what, the, what it did do for me, the learning curve. First of all, you can't get to my age and survive Detroit without being able to think like this. Mm -hmm. And so just figuring stuff, even just now, you, nobody saw me slip off the peg. This is the first time in four days. I actually put my foot in the mud when we parked at the bar, put my foot on the peg, and came off the peg and dropped me right back on the seat, right? So I said, okay, I'll back up. Even coming down the mountain, knowing that whoever rode yesterday to take the ABS off, so I have full control of what well, they had full control of the break-in, and I, had, I wouldn't have thought of that, right? Well, you know? I would, I, it's not a good 
it's better to leave it on, really. Is it? Yeah. Well, they That's need the to point put, of it. So did they put it back on? Did they? Is that what they did yesterday, or they took it off? I mean, I rode it yesterday. It, it, you have to turn it off every time you turn the bike on. As soon as you turn the bike yeah. off, it all it goes back. To okay. I would imagine that when you need your brakes, you don't you want the ABS on. It depends. It really depends. Uh, I have since I've been riding one of those for a while now. At first, every time I went off road, I turned the ABS off just immediately wow. on the rear wheel. You can't really because do it you on the front. Traditional. You used to traditional. Yeah, brakes. I'm used to just riding old chip boxes, yeah. and they yeah. just lock up. Uh, but early on. I took it off and just started playing with it, just to see what what it would do. And fuck, when you come into a turn hot and there's a cliff and where I'd normally just lock up and pray, you just slam on that one and it just grips. And with the keeps, ABS. With the ABS right. and it keeps turning and it takes you around that turn. Yeah, because that jump I did. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. You caught some serious air. Oh, yes, he did. looked yeah. over at me. He saw that I saw. <laughs> he just started chuckling. <laughs> it, was, it was a laughter from the bottom of my feet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm back there clinching it, going up on sidewalks, getting sideways, looking over the cliff, coming. I saw that little hump like 10 feet away. Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> like Paul Torres over here. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was all right, man. No, this is epic. It's, it was cool it, to see you like get comfortable on the yeah, bike, yeah. you know. And it, it happened pretty quick, really. Yeah. It seemed like it was pretty quick where you were. Yeah, one of the things coming down, I needed about ten yards. Uh, going up, I didn't think about my crash almost a year ago. Just riding up because the bike was doing it coming down which is where you got to get the yeah, control well, you're in seeing the way yeah how much further yeah. down and you got the weight of the bike being pulled along with the throttle in that first 10 yards in that hard left um it was fine uh i mean i stayed close to the to the left in case i had to ditch i was planning how do i push myself off the bike if mm -hmm. it if it goes off this cliff um but after that first 10 i mean i was i was back there like Dang, you got that demon off your back. You doing this thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it. Yeah. And Todd. I'm a little jealous right now. Yeah, no, because you didn't have to you didn't have to exercise that one. I did. Um, and I said, I don't know who I told. Yeah, I think the only person that probably was worried was Todd. And he said, Yeah, I really thought about what happened in Ohio. He said for a second, he said, but then I saw took the left and then I saw it. Yeah. I mean, and after a while, what was crazy, I thought about what you said at the top. Because I said, I'll follow your line. And I said, you don't want to follow my line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so coming down, I started picking lines. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about you. Yeah, I oh bet. You probably like, thank God Jody didn't come on a yeah, road ride. Because the, the weight. So you're going to manage your bike, which you can obviously do. You're going to manage your speed and your braking. But the one thing you can't manage immediately is the weight of that bike. You True. have to figure it out. And then the lines, the terrain was changing. And it was one where it was safer to the edge. And it was this huge divot to the left. And I rode in and came <laughs> up over it. And it was like, now I didn't see them. And Man, I wonder I'm how they. I was on a Pan America right yeah, now. It was. It was I, I've never written a manufacturer. I will be writing a letter. I 
me. I'll be running through that. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I think this whole trip has been so cool. Good. Like, to me, I mean, I ride across country on, you know, 1915 motorcycles, yeah, you know, 100 year old motorcycles. Chase. Yeah. And I mean, and it's, you, you know, you got to make it from A to B by yourself. So you got to learn the mechanics of them to a point. I mean, I, I ride with, you know, my dad's buddies, my buddies, you know, on new bikes across country. Like, you know, I put a lot of miles on motorcycles. But this is like no other trip I have ever been on. And it is on the it is probably at the top of my list That's awesome. of cool trips that I've been on. It's been a good one. I mean yeah. because you because of you And it's the cheapest too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean because of you I was like, you know, I was looking at different ways to go, you know, and I had a couple ideas, what depending on what the weather was like. And then you were like, you know, when I mentioned, I, I don't know if I mentioned Big Ben or you did, you were like, getting Big Ben out there? I was like, yeah, yeah. well, it's, it is, but that means we got to ride a lot of miles, you know? And it wasn't even that much, but it was no, but it was, <clears throat> on we, some choppers. And the other thing is we had a place to be, you know, like, right. had, like having like a, a destination in a time frame makes me kind of like leery of just. You, you know what I kind of liked in, um, you know, that not to say anything bad but like you didn't help me you know there was no point where I don't want to say I needed help but there was no point where I think there was one point where we were on a hill in Big Bend we stopped and I was like kind of in a pickle and I needed you to push me a little bit because my bike's too heavy I couldn't I couldn't oh like backing up or something yeah and but other than that like I didn't get any help from anyone. I backed up. I got my own parking spots. Like, is that not normal? The thing. No, there's always. I mean, the the guys that I travel with are always like, "Oh, here, I'll push your bike." You know, they, and I think they just kind of do it because they expect it, like from a girl, but not necessarily. Like, I don't want to say they don't know me, but like you put it on, you made me equal to you. Yeah. If you can do it, I can do it. It's yeah. you shouldn't need my help. So not that you shouldn't need it, but like. We were everybody would have been willing at any point. Right. No, I know. That's but what I'm we saying. Like, but we weren't like gonna be like, let's hey, make sure Jody's exactly. okay. Exactly. Like I was one of the guys. Yeah. Like, I, I told that. you that the other night. Yes. I was like, and if anybody thinks otherwise, then we their opinion doesn't matter anyway. I anyways. liked that because I don't want to be separated. I don't want just because I'm a female, I don't want it to be like, Oh, all right, we gotta go here, we gotta go this way, we gotta do this. Yeah, we can't because go down we this have dirt Jody. Road. Like I don't right, like I don't want that. I wanna be treated exactly the same and that's what I felt like this trip I was equal to all you guys what's cool is I didn't have to like have that conversation with any of the guys because right you guys all we all just level. flowed together yeah. like it's the six of us was such we was such yeah. a good like group yeah that you couldn't have picked six better I mean, people and everybody to chose, flow together no pun intended chose their own lane but they understood that lane in which they right. were in not the not the literal but knowing no, they got it. They got it. They got it right. Uh, that that is that's important because the stripes we earn are the stripes we earn, right? Well, it's yeah. communication on the road, and yeah. I think that that's something that I've <clears throat> I've done with the guys that have ridden with me. You know, like Mike and Al, <clears throat> Brian. You know, like there's a uh, I like to communicate. I don't like to. I mean, you'll see me say every once in a while, like <clears throat> I always want somebody riding beside me. I don't like having to look behind and see if somebody's there. I love it when yeah, especially since beside. I don't have mirrors. See, I'm like. I would rather you be like. I like being beside bars. somebody too. That's and it. I, yeah. But, but I don't I like talking say. about it. I don't like going, hey, I want you to ride. Like, yeah. 
I want that to happen on the road. I don't want it to be like an owl jump, but you know, like you know the yeah. You and Al were good. Too. You yeah. can see the chem- yeah. you can see the chemistry. Yeah, cause I was like probably about a hundred miles in. I was like, did Danger's mirror fall off? <laughs> Danger don't got no mirror. And then about two hundred miles in, I'm like, my man is running without a mirror. What? It's I funny to be know. the lead guy, not even. You don't need a mirror. We're right there. We're, We're good. You know. We're good. We'll catch you. I know. Yeah. And that's the deal. Yeah. I, I like to ride side by side with somebody, too. And I think that a little bit, because I'm a female, men are hesitant to ride beside me for a minute. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, they don't think I'm a good rider or because I'm on a good bu- a big bike whatever the reason well, I mean, is. I felt some but, hesitation at you when we were doing it that night, headed to the campground. You were like trying to shake me, like, and I'm like, no, no, no. I want to hang in. We're going to take this turn together. Yeah. I don't care if that car is coming. Yeah. I, I'll hang on the Which outside. I liked that because you pushed me. Yeah. You pushed me like, okay, it doesn't matter. It's pitch dark out here, and we can't see. Yeah, you got and the And we don't know where anyway. the road is, yeah. but we're going together. We're pitch, doing this together. Pitch dark. Yeah. Like, who picked this dang old campground? Seriously, I was like, oh, my God. Is this what this this whole trip is going for? What you, this is what you wanted, right? And that was a good spot. But it was cool, yeah. The Biker Haven in uh, Terlingua. That was a good spot. It was. It was, was a ex- good spot. That was excellent. I was shocked that that road was paved. I, was, I really thought we were going to fix and do eight miles of dirt at night. You know what I was thinking, too, though? I was glad that that road was so far away because it was so quiet. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, because if we were back on that main road, no, no, that's we would have been hearing cars all night. Like, yeah. we it was never so quiet. I mean, here's the deal. I, lo- I love camping. But I, I like I love camping in the right places. Like I'm, well, that's know, the thing, yeah. Like, you got to have the right space. And there was a lot of people out there, really. But they were out there doing the same thing as us, yeah. you know? They True. Were, they had their groups, and they were kind of far off. Nobody was right Except beside they, us. They had tents. They, they had tents. That's <laughs> they were wusses. Right. <laughs> suckers. Yeah, suckers. Oh. They were crazy. No, they weren't bikers. And then I, I had looked over at this one group, and I'm like, they're, they're, sit, they're sleeping on picnic tables. You're not, you're soft. No, <laughs> look, that's the AZ tweet. Let me tell you something. Jody... Mentioned, uh, and I thought you was joking at first, right? No, it was my dad. My dad was like, show the scorpions in the desert. <laughs> like, oh, hey. DP got in your head, huh? <laughs> Look, I, th- I was waiting for the punchline about the scorpion. Like, I was just joking. And when that never came, nobody saw it. <laughs> never came. So I walk over. You're like, damn it, Joe. You already was, claimed the one picnic right? table. And, and, so I got the flashlight, and I'm walking. And I found a big wooden picnic table. And then I called you over yeah. and I showed you a wooden picnic table and a glass table. Because I was going to sleep on the glass table. And by the time I went and took a picture of the Biker's Haven, that's when I saw that other lighter yeah. table. I'm like, girl, I'm sleeping on this. Look. Yeah, you need your own. You I'm need glad you guys table. did that, though, because sleeping under the stars out there in West Texas. It was oh, so cool. It's hard to beat. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know and even. I, I don't know what the temperature was or whatnot, but my sleeping bag was warm. Yeah. I was plenty warm enough. And it was kind of cool, the condensation. Yeah. Like the outside of my sleeping bag was soaked. Yeah. But I wasn't. It was, I was it, that warm was and just, dry. That was a small amount of dew. Wow. Yeah, that was a small amount. <laughs> I only but panicked because cool. I left my uh, 
I don't know if I should say this about being on a cabin trip. I left my beat headphones <laughs> out on the, and I, that's when I noticed to do. I reached down to the seat, seated part of the picnic table and was like, oh my God, and reached over. I was drying those off and dozed back off, woke up again and kind of glanced to see if it's in the morning and I saw all the stars and I put the sleeping bag back over my head and said, what are you doing? And took the sleeping bag off so I can just stare at the stars. You're not going to get that again with all the light pollution, right? Yeah. So, yeah. No, we were in a good spot for we those were. stars. Yeah. I, I have a lot of stars at my house and many times I'll come home from work at, you know, at night in the dock and I'll be in my driveway and it's, it's dock at my house. I'll look up and there's like so many stars. I'm like, wow, it's a lot of stars. But that was nothing compared to the other night. Yeah. There was a million stars. Yeah. Compared and to I was kind of worried because the clouds were out at first, and I was like, "Man, it's not going to clear up." And then it, it got crystal clear, and then that that moon, yeah, came up about two, three in the morning. Which it was only like so a half bright. moon. Oh, it was, like it was a moon. still. It was like a quarter, and it was one that would hold water. You know, that's yeah, a Comanche like, raid moon. Wow. Yeah, it was, and it, but it was still bright enough. I don't enough know if you just it made that up, but it sounded good. No, I didn't. Make that I thought, up. who turned the lights on? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the moon. And then it dawned on me why the campground was so dark. Yeah. Because there was no moon. There was no moon. You know, it's you don't realize how much light the moon gives off until you're in the dark. Until you're out in West Texas. Yeah, right literally. on the border of Mexico. Damn West what about Texas. River Road? What about this? So we, we went to Trilingua Ghost Town. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Al played us some beautiful tunes on the porch just so like cool. he did a minute ago at St. Elmo's. And Al can sing. Oh, my goodness. He's good. Oh, he's my guy, man. He's I good. Lo I love him. And then we took that river road to Presidio. And that's like, I mean, that's one of the best roads out there. That was really cool. I mean, that was and we really took cool. it easy. That road's really fun going fast. I mean, your stomach will drop, some of those big drops. But you're cruising right along the border of the USA. You know, like, oh, right over the other side of that river. Then we cruise down to the river. <laughs> Went down you could spit on Mexico from where Rio we were. Yeah. And there's nobody around. There's no, like, nobody. Think about that. Like, there's nobody around. Look and then when we finally cross, think about this. As soon as we cross that line, the culture, the people, the bill, everything, it's just totally True. different going yeah. through that little town. True. It's not like a gradual change. It's like an no, instant it's, change. It's immediate. And the only thing that you have to change, well, I had to change, was my own psyche. Because I'm still, you know, spotting. Because uh, you gave that command. Now, I mean, I listened because you was the road captain. <laughs> but when you said, listen, when we cross into the border, keep a tight pack, do this, do that. And I'm slowing up. I'm looking for the other rider. And that truck came right up on me. I said, you know what, homeboy? You not in America. <laughs> Get up there with Dan. Every man for himself. Ah, you know. But the whole scene changed. I got some great footage of you all riding. And I'm like. Every time I go out the country, I go, oh, man, I'm so glad I'm, I live in America. <laughs> well, that was that was honestly very, like, the most nervous I was the whole trip. Just, in Mexico? Just because it's like, yeah, I mean, it, we're taking chances, you know? Like, I kind of... Yeah, but that's what life's about. I, I know, but I was responsible. I felt responsible for everybody, you know? And, I, you know, I wanted to hang... I wanted to park the bikes and, like, meander and really take advantage of it. But we were running out of light, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't optimal. I mean, yeah. we really did... I feel like what we did was perfect. You yeah. know? It we was. didn't take advantage yeah. of it. We went in. We took a look, see, rode some crazy Mexican highway, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and then we got the fuck out of there. Yeah. And you know, 
to be able, as you said before, about, hey, I'm going to make an audible, right? To be able to do that comfortably because you know the lay of the land. You know, when you, when you had, when we talked a month or so ago, and they said, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to dip into Mexico. I'm like, yeah, let's do it, right? It was before the news three weeks ago. Uh, but Is that why you're so paranoid last week at Sons of Speed? About going into Mexico? <laughs> no, I was paranoid. I knew, I, I knew nothing about that. Because we were following danger Because <laughs> I knew what off-roading was going to look yeah, like. You, you know? thought me and Dan was setting you up. Oh, no. that's, that's <laughs> I'm telling you, what, I'm going I'm to come to Boston and we're going to find a theater still short. When you see Get Out, you will never be able to watch it without thinking about me, right? So that's always my running joke when I go anywhere that's out of, and I don't use the word comfort level, that's the problem that people have, they get into comfort zone, but anywhere that you're an, an anomaly, right? I never camp, you know, I mean, I've scooter bombed when we're riding, we go to sleep on the side of the road, but there's cars, there's buses, there's a rest stop, there's food, there's whatever, right? But I'm like, yeah, this is it, right? And my, my daughter said, camping? You slept outside? <laughs> Like, yeah, honey. Well, I'm glad that worked because it, you know, it, it could have been bad weather. You know, we could have had to do something else. But you know what? But Either it, way, I still would have yeah. looked at the experience. Like, I'm glad that I did it. I know. I'm just glad and that maybe it was it wouldn't so have, nice. Right. Maybe really, I wouldn't have wanted to do it again so quickly. But, like, right now, like, I still want to go on another adventure with you. Like, <laughs> I am so jealous of, like, your next adventure because oh, I don't want to say I'm not going to be on it. But most likely, I'm not going to be on no, it because I have so much <laughs> in the not. next future. But... It's like, hold on, man, don't lean back, don't so lean back cool. on that, don't lean back on that knife. Here, put that on the table. Just got stabbed in the back. But, but that, that's the, that's the thing. So I didn't do this. Up until I only did it one time, and we were pretty close. Uh, before we went into Mexico, I looked up the distance once. I never do that. I always see how far we're out, and I had released myself. To know you, you on this adventure, bro, and you start looking and calculating, and then the body starts to adjust. It was only at the end where I started thinking, well, how, how much further we got to the campground? Because I was thinking of this destination, but that comfort, I mean, to know, yeah, he got it. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think I actually ever looked at where we were on the map and where we needed to go. It was only that one morning in Texas where I think you said that we were like 100. 20 miles from El Paso. Yep. Yep. That was that was it. Like yep. I never I just trusted you that hey, we're going to get yep. there when we get there. When I'm, it I'm takes kinda, us all day, it takes us all I'm day. I'm kind of spoiled. You guys reminded me that you know, like riding with my guys, they just they know that yeah. every, like it, and maybe it's uh you know, like I say, managing expectations at time, letting everybody know, like, hey, whatever happens, we're going to do it together. You know, yeah. we're ride till we can't ride. We're riding choppers, so you never yeah. know. We picking a destination, making commitments, like it, well, you know, that's just asking for something to happen. Right, you know? like it's we like, don't know that we're going to be able to make that destination. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, you guys did ask a lot of questions, and I'm like, fuck, I don't have the answer to these. I wanted to be like, just <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? Where are we going? Oh, you know, which was we're so going. so cool because. I've hang with I've hung out with cats, and my one of my pet peeves is feeling people feeling like they gotta give you the answer you want. That that troubles me, right? Mm -hmm. I don't do that. Life does right, so <laughs> life does it, you know. And, and when you didn't do that, there was a comfort in that, like no, and and you're in it, you know. Right, like I didn't. Instead of me looking up, okay, how far is El Paso? How far is Bisbee? You know, I was just like, hey, how far we gotta go today? And you're like, eh. 
two more hours ride. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. It is what it is. And usually I say and that way was, more than what we're going to be doing. But, like, that was my only... Yeah. I, I just trusted in you. I, I This whole entire trip, well, thank I you. trusted thank you. in you. Because that really helps, like, having... Having everybody's trust, you know, like helps yeah. everybody else. Like if there's one guy who's doubting it, then, you know, that picks up. And, oh, it pick, it'll pick and it, up. And it all works good. Yeah. You know, even with the bike, now that I did the mountain, I don't know if I'm doing it again uh, on this trip. Well, maybe. Yeah, we, so, still, we still got still, a lot of miles to cover. Here, here right. But one of the things you said early on, you was talking about something. He's like, yeah, because when I was there, I laid the bike down a couple of times. I mean, I got cats who just wouldn't have that sense of... A couple of times. That's when I laid yeah. it down a lot yeah. of times. And, and even when we got to the first landing and watching everybody with the, the, the choppers, when you said... I thought you was joking. I thought you were actually teasing me when you said, no, we're going up to the next tower. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm with it. And then when I came down, but my man, uh, give me his name again. Brad. Brad, Brad, when he went this way, I said, oh, Danger's doing the run. He's going to turn back around. And then when Blue came down, he said, which way they go? I said, the truck. And my man went that way. Danger went up there. He said, all right. Okay. <laughs> and went up, right, and started thinking about how to lay the bike down. Because the bike really was responding to what you do with it, right? Yeah. But I don't know if I would have thought that had you not comfortably said, yeah, I've laid this down, you know. Um, I, mean, I haven't laid that one down. No, yeah, and it's brand new, so I... <laughs> so don't even think about it. No, listen, I fixed the kick, I fixed the kickstand yeah. yesterday. Uh, yeah, the kickstand is like this. You already broke the kickstand well, again? No. Just the no. pad. So the pad is... So you got the kickstand, there's the pad. Like we were looking for a rock last mm-hmm. night to put it under. So the pad is small enough, but the bike is brilliantly set up where you can climb on. So... I'm getting ready to get on the bike, and I've ridden it three or four days, and I'm trying to get in tune, and it's pitch different. I look at the pad. The pad is like this. I said, what the heck? You should have seen the shit I rode it on yesterday, though. Like, okay, the road we were going up, if at any point you would have just looked over the edge, that's what it looked like where I took that bike yesterday. Like, literally, Naka was like, oh, you should ride over there, and I was just... I kind of like to, so this trip has put me in uh, perspective of a lot of things, and I think that 75% of the people that I ride with would not have been able to hang this trip. And then I think of the flip side of it, where I'm like, man, I ride a lot, like I ride different bikes, I ride fast, I ride slow, I ride in circles, like I do it all, and I'm like, Man, I wish I could ride like Danger. Like, man, <laughs> I want to ride like on. Danger. And you, you can. Like, you I know. Can. I know. So that's just my next do it. goal. Like, like, I think now seeing that's it. That's my next goal. Now just seeing it. Yeah. Like you're, it's you're, you're you're there. Yeah, but it's kind of like it makes me think like the motorcycle world is never ending. Like I yeah, eat, sleep, and breathe yeah. motorcycles, yeah. but yet I learned so much on this trip of like okay, what I want to do, what I'm capable of doing. What I've done, what I haven't done, like, and, and there's so possible. much more. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I want to go on, like, you know, these random trips that you go on where you guys rough it, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know where you're going. Hey, we know you what know, we're even, doing. Take well, it no, easy. I mean, like, we yeah, know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah, we sorry, I don't know exactly that. where we're going. I'm glad you didn't say that pre the trip. What do you mean, honey? I got to come home. Sorry, Dave, I can't go. You know, but you're right because 
I, I, I say this thing when people ask about the vintage racing, the choppers, the, 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 old, the old bikes riding, the rocker clutches, tank shifting, suicide shifting. And this is what I always say. And I thought I was a qualified professor. I would always say, this ain't for the faint of heart. On this ride, I'm like, I'm in junior college. <laughs> Albert Einstein is leading this trip because this ain't for the faint of heart. This ain't for the faint of heart. This, yeah, like, and, and, and I don't, no, it's especially <coughs> for the faint of heart. Yeah, yeah. Like, they need it more than we do. Yeah, that's true. But they won't do and it. I hope you share this <laughs> yeah. with oh, I'm other sharing, people. Man. Yeah, the, you know, it's it's you have to experience it to to believe it and to give yourself the confidence of it and partly the the cannonball and the chase when I do those stuff um, one of the things that we do is we went over this bridge it was called the Wabash cannonball bridge mm -hmm. um, and it's an old railroad bridge that you know it's literally railroad ties yeah. and there's two boards and you can ride on the boards or going across this bridge which is pretty long or you can you know thunk, 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 across the railroad ties and you have to do it like, dude, nobody's going to get on your bike and ride it across. Like, right. you have to do it. And, I mean, I, I kind of did it no problem. Like, I didn't really think much of it. But one of the other guys, who's a good rider, it was like, I was so nervous about that bridge. But I was so excited once I got across it that I did it. And I kind of thought about it and was like, it forces you yeah. to do it. And that's the same thing with this ride. Like, I had no choice but to do whatever you were doing. No, you had choices. Well, you do, but you literally don't because I don't want to be like, oh, you know, Jody didn't do it. Or, turn around I don't want to be that Jody girl. Go I don't want to be that girl. Like, well, I don't want to be that. Oh, I, this is why we don't invite girls. And not that I expected that out of you, but I didn't. I just didn't give it much thought because I was like, you no. know, whatever happens is going to happen. You know, we're going to share something, and uh, and I was I was really stoked to have Al and Mike with us. I wish Nick would have been here. Having Brian here was yeah. like extra special because. You know, it just helped instead of it just being me showing you, like, I'm like, I was with my guys. Like, this, right. is, this is just yeah. what this is your game. This is just what we do. Yeah. I Which mean, is cool. You, it's so cool. You invited us into a space that you know it's is special. It's a special space. Trip. You know it's, you know it's a special space because you can see the chemistry, right? You know. No, we, we uh, that, I wouldn't, Yeah. We can see it. It's just there. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and so, I mean, I've ridden with so many different types of people. And you go, oh, that's nice, thanks. But you can see it. So to know we're in that space. So we're like bonding like the rookies, you know. Yeah. We're the scorpions. So yeah, that's a whole nother story. So, but here's, you <laughs> yeah, said I didn't want to be that girl. So you, yeah. I, I, I sat down with Todd, Blue Todd, a while back, about three years ago. And I said he opened me because there's just certain stuff I, I don't share. And I'm sitting there, and, he, and I'm like, after it was over, I said, bro, you opened me. You had me crying, you, you know, whatever. And so I'm going to be that girl. I didn't have a problem going up. I started thinking about coming down. It got in my head. And I started calculating who could bring the bike down. Yeah, yeah. How far the walk would be and how to get them back up to get their bike. Because the problem is you, your biggest strength is your mind, your, your, your biggest weakness is your mind. So I had got in my head the crash, right? And I'm like, no, fam. And I always say this, and people think it's just being corny. I always say you didn't make it out of Detroit by not understanding the game. 
I knew coming up here. Once I did that, I went, and then we went to the second mountain, and I'm like <laughs> over there making a sad video, oh. going, "This is so high. There's a helipad. There's a hell, this is there's my a, last video. It's it, it, it <laughs> nice knowing you." I thought that when I said the helipad. So, you know why I didn't send that video to somebody? Because I said, "No, this is not the last." Because I looked at the helipad and was like, "How high are we that you have to have a doggone helicopter pad on the top of this mountain?" But again. Fear is contagious as well as courage. True. They're both contagious. True, yeah. and I get that off of you, 100%. Yeah. You are fearless, and you have all the courage in the world that you don't let anybody else bother you, and you don't let a circumstance bother you. You will figure it out. You will do it. I mean, just seeing some of your videos from, you know, riding in South America, it's like, you figured it out, you did it, you made it happen. And I mean, I know you told me like getting across some of the borders were yeah. brutal, but you did it. You, you had that courage that I'm not going to stop now. Like, I'm going to keep going. It really and, wasn't an option. Yeah, and I mean, I know this sounds like silly, but even like the chopsticks last night, you're like, you're not going to stop at 199. Yeah. And it's like, you're not, you weren't. You, and so your courage gave me courage yeah, that, you know, it's as... You know, as simple as most of the roads that we rode on were, there was a couple where, whether it was like the incline or the dirt or whatever, I'm thinking like, holy cow, I'm on you know a heavy bike, That's a, big a big bike. bike. To move. It's a bike <clears throat> that honestly, I rode that bike 40 miles previous to this, so I'm not I'm not You're used to that bike. You're comfortable on it now, aren't you? Right. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> But you know, like yeah, she's comfortable. She was like, "Give me a phone. Yeah, let, me, I mean, let me edit that video of me. I don't like well, that script." <laughs> <on it. laughs> yeah. You know, but it's like it gave me the confidence. Exactly yeah, what you said that yeah. it definitely rubs it, off. It is, it's, it is. I tell people all the time. I wasn't in a gang in Detroit. I wasn't stepping over dead bodies, but Detroit did raise me, and it's something about being raised in a space that you get killed just to be in the space, right? And so it helps you navigate life. Even what I said with my daughter today, mm -hmm. this is the only time I've been sad on a trip. I mean, I'm listening to the guy play and it broke my heart. I had to go out and call my daughter and then I caught myself because I was saying, I'm gonna make a call and I said, no honey, you know, life is this and you gotta, well, and she said, okay. And then this is the only time I got choked up. I said, what do you want to eat? Because the wife just flew out of town. She said, Dad, I'm good. I said, no. She said, you know what, give me a pick-me-up. Let me get some five guys and an uh, Oreo milkshake. I said, let me make some phone calls. And this is when I got choked up. Called one of my motorcycle guys. He said, he answers the phone the same way all the time. Call him Arizona Rick. He said, hey, Randy, how's it going? And people, and I don't do the, oh, it's good when it's not. I said, it's not. And I explained what happened. He said, what can I do? I said, man, could you make a run for my daughter? Go get her this milkshake. All right, done. I'm on it right now. Well, no, you hour or two. Nope. I look it up. I'm going. And I said, people who don't ride don't have a community like this, period. I mean, I'm running into people that I've seen around the country going, oh, man, I didn't know you'd be here. Only thing I felt bad about 
for a nanosecond when we rode into the chopper show not having a chopper. Oh, me too, really. Me too, I felt so We looked like real. I was like, what the You guys rode in from Mexico. True, true, true. But I was just like, man, I have so many cool bikes at home. No, like, <laughs> what the heck? I'm on a road glide. No, but you just got to do it again. Yeah. yeah, you came in flamed out, and and, and no, that road glide about that life, you know. It it is. It's a cool. It's definitely a cool bike. It no doubt. But it, when you go into a chopper show, you got to be on a chopper. I mean. Yeah. You know, it would be way cool if I was on a 50 pan. Well, I'm going to make you yeah, feel worse because you didn't ride the Pan America. So I ran into two uh, vintage guys that I've seen on the set. One had a VL, one had a JD. He said, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. What did you ride? I said, Pan America. You rode the Pan America. What you think? And he was excited. And I was like, thank you. Instead of him going, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I got to go get lunch. Yeah. You later. See you later. <laughs> right. The pan, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. Bye, sucker. <laughs> so, no, it, it, it's, uh, I just got to do some things. So, you know, like, on the on the flip side of that, like, I kind of was thinking about this a couple of different times where I was like, man, I wish, I, you know, it would be cool to ride that Pan America because it's such a cool bike and, like, to be able to go off-road so easy. Then I was like, you know what? No offense to you, Randy, but I was like, I'm glad I'm on my own bike. Yeah. So yeah, I can at yeah. least be like, you know what? Yeah. It may not have been a Chopper. It may not have been a yeah. Pan America, but I was on my own bike. But you like, were I was still on a bike that I, you know, it's it's my bike. Like, I'm going to go on so many different road trips with that bike this year that I was like, all right, I'm I almost cool. I'm offered good. to switch up early on for about 20, 30 miles. And let me tell you why it's so cool that you're on that bike. When I heard the story of how you got right. the bike, yeah, I'm like, right. no, that would be offensive yeah. to. So, I know. I mean, it would I mean, have been. I mean, from my perspective yeah. of knowing, and now just hearing that this, you only knocked down 40 miles before you did this yeah, epic trip, like, right? Uh, no, you know, everything is where it's supposed to be in the universe. Yeah, I was hoping <clears throat> to switch with you, Randy, on the way out. Yeah. And then that second day, Chopper. <laughs> look, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, it was the third day. I think it was the third day. Where I was like, oh. I don't care if we and it was like fucking 38 degrees and we left that morning. And I'm like, oh, if it was 10, he, I don't even he's going to think, gonna think I'm a pussy and all I want is those heated grits. Yeah. <laughs> I did think that. Before you bought the gloves, I felt so guilty. I was like, maybe he wanted to switch to keep his hands warm. But here's the no, deal. No, I, I just want you to ride my chopper at some point. And I really. will. And I will. But here, here's, here, here was my only reservation. And then I, I exercise that out of my head because I don't live to anybody else's expectations. Uh, kid, some folks are always running to me, and I stop them. They say, I want to be you. No, you, you, know, you, you don't. You don't know what path I walked to get here. You don't want to be me. But it was my reservation about the chopper. I'm going to look like a chump riding that. I got a reputation. Based on what you do with that bike, I'm like, nah, I am not going to get on that bike. Yeah, because none of us are going to ride it like <laughs> no. Danger rides it. Oh, I'm like, look. Well, I wouldn't expect it. I just, I mean, it feels good. Just like I sh yeah. wanted to share the Pan America with yeah, you. Yeah, You know, Mike, yeah. I, would, I would love to see you just, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I feel so good oh, on that. I'm, I'm Maybe with if it. you just got a sliver of it for a yeah. minute, I'd be stoked. Well, that's what happens when people come visit and I let them ride my bikes, and they think it's being so generous to just them. I'm kind of selfish. Nah, I'm going to enjoy seeing you enjoy it. And that was it. And it was like the selfishness. So when we left Jay's place, 
this guy was walking down the street and I could see him high-stepping towards me. I'm like, okay. And he stopped and said, are you Randy? And I said, are you the police? And he said, no. I said, yeah, baby, that's me. And he said, oh my God, I can't believe it. So he turns to this guy. I love this guy. And I'm like, have we met? He said, no, 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 I just, I, man, I follow you. I love your positivity. I love how you promote this lifestyle. Man, I'm here. I can't believe, I can't, this is crazy. But I'm thinking, and I didn't tell him this because I wanted to bask in that, right? And I'm like, bruh, you got JP. You got Danger behind me. You got Jay Allen. You got Lipton. What a lineup we got. You got a motorcycle And before I could start telling them who was there, he says, yeah. I said, what, what sled are you on? He said, I'm on this pink bike. I said, stop. I got to go see this pink bike. Yeah. And that's what, so when well, I see these men get up, I ain't waiting on the it out a pink bike. I'm on a pink bike. And when I sat on it, and what made me just think about what you said, he said, I cannot believe you are sitting on the bike. And I say the same thing. I'm just an old cat that play with bikes. And that sharing that. Yeah, on the whole trip, I've been the lady, right? Because it's like, I mean. Hey, listen, I'd rather you be you than me. Yeah, well. Because it would be like, I don't know. I wouldn't even say nothing. Listen, you would be a real patient. But the last, but you know. You never had to wait for me. But check it out. You notice the last three times? I mean, Johnny on the spot. Because I'm like, what are you doing? And I'll tell you what it was. And not to sound like a wuss and get choked up. Man, I just decided to, because when I ride with the club, we're always moving like this. And I've always said, you all miss it. It was really just soaking this in, in ways. I'm telling you, I, I said I wasn't doing any more long posts on Instagram. I wasn't doing any crazy reels until I monetized my stuff. I just wasn't. But I got so much in my head. I feel so bad because Brother Josh is down and I was supposed to repost and make sure I donate and have. But it's like I slowed and it, it was, I could hear my wife in my head going, bruh, this is not your trip. So we have a rule when it's somebody else's trip, you move at their pace. No, this, but, this, was, this was everybody's yeah, trip. Yeah, this was and, our and trip. That, and that's what I felt early on. So soaking it in, but then I was like looking around going, what the hell? You're always the last one getting on your bike. That's so, that's that's soaked in today. Yeah. No, no. It, it's soaked, it, it soaked in the second day. I just didn't change my uh, I didn't change my mood. No, I'm glad that you enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah, I took know? it in, man. It was like a good steak that you savor. savor. It's like a good book that I read books. And I'll set the book down when I'm down to the last five pages because I just don't want to say bye to it. Man, I am really showing my nerdy side. Yeah, chumps, if y'all hearing this and you want to come for me, you know where I am. But anyway, my nerdy side is like, take it all in. And that was it, man. It was like, even yesterday, I couldn't, I didn't take any pictures of all the choppers. I was just taking them all in. I thought that too. Is I took more pictures. Hey, we had guys doing that. We had guys capturing all that. Right. That's the thing is to. To soak it all up and because yeah. yeah, like I know Brian's got our back. Brian's got our back. Yeah, he's Michael's got our back. Yeah. Todd was there with yeah. our back. Austin was there. Yeah. Like that shit was covered. Yeah. True. And being able to speak with the people and interact with them, that goes so much further. It does. Sharing that time and energy. Yeah. 
Uh, in that that's one thing I hate. Yeah. Not that I hate, but it's hard to do podcasts and events because I hate to take away, you know, take JP yeah, away like from right everybody now. else. Yeah, when they yeah. when there's so many people there that traveled far away that might get a chance yeah. to. Give JP a hug, yeah, you know. Like, yeah, I don't want to take her away for three hours or two hours. Like, yeah. no, you want to do it at a different time. The events are just not for it. So it's cool that we have this extra day to be able to and do that. Yeah. Even okay. that part, wife had to leave town and start, and I said no, and she said, enjoy it, take it in, because not taking the pictures and talking to the people. I mean, my show is designed around. Can't really, it's not about your bike. It's never been about your bike. And to then stop and, hey, where are you from? Oh, man, it's good. Who'd you come in with? Where did you ride from? Yeah, Fort Worth, baby. <laughs> I said that like a so, hundred like, times. Yeah, you know, I think that, too. Like, yeah, we just rode, like, probably, what, like, 1,400 miles? I wouldn't count. Something like that. Whatever. However far we rode. But it was a good we ride. We rode three days. And yeah, yesterday when they were at the awards thing, they were like, yeah, some guy rode from Daytona. At first I was like, Daytona? And then I'm like, oh, my God, it was Brian. Brian was with us this whole trip. Uh, and Brian was standing right next to me so the whole entire We were with award. Brian half of his trip. Right. Yeah. I know. And then I think about it, like, holy cow, Brian just rode that whole way. And he way, jumped and in like, with us like he was fresh, right? Yeah, yeah, literally, man, he is a trooper. He is. He is. I mean, I, you know, I've been putting him to work for he's a couple a good, years now. He, he's a good Taking guy. him down to Ecuador last year, know, putting he, him on an adventure bike. So we, I was just talking just this afternoon about, like, you know, I'm like, man, I really want to get more dirt experience because, you know, I kind of grew up on dirt bikes in in four wheels and stuff. Really? But just, it's, you know, like riding out in a field and in the woods. It's not the same as riding in the gravel and, you know, the... The sand. It is the same. Well, the sand is just a fucking different animal. Well, yeah. I mean, but I'm just like, he's like, well, the only, the first experience I had was, um, you know, with. In Ecuador on like, you know. Yeah. And then also in, um, with you guys in Kathmandu. Yeah. I'm like, who gets to sit down with people who went to Kathmandu? Right. Hey, you guys should go with me to Kathmandu. I want to go. Yes. I want to go so bad. I get to say I went to Catman, dude. Hey, we'll get custom suits. Custom suits. I'm gonna have to get a dress. Yeah. With a dot on your head. I'm gonna put you out the country. Yeah, but it's like you know, he really threw himself in with you right off the bat, and I was like, Man, I want to do that. Like, I'm going to go head first. Come on. Like, you know, you it's and amazing. I, we're going to go you know, on those like, Pan Americas. You know, you, you travel the interstate. Yeah, that's good. Then you get to the two lanes. You're like, oh, this is this is yeah. great, right? Now take it to A the little dirt further. roads. And you get even. The people you meet on dirt roads, they're, they're on vacation. They're the real they're, deal. They're, they're, well, they're, you know, they're just people that are like traveling at a different speed. Right. And they're really soaking it all in most of the time. Yeah. You know, like, and it's, it's, it's really amazing. Like, I've enjoyed that part i mean that's that's why i wanted to share this with you and that's what i plan on doing with this bike in the future is taking other people out and like you know just hey check this out check out this way of traveling i mean it is special it is all i kept thinking is and I, i had both of them on the table two gopros what i really did as much as you think i'm taking a lot of pictures there's nothing right but i said no just take it in 
and I hate that I left the GoPro. Cause I'm glad you did. So I have my but GoPro. But there's no way to describe the height at which we were and what that bike was able to do in a sense of confidence. And coming down, I said, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do like, I think it was Brittany Olsen when she was, might have been Brittany, took a flat track class. You know, they have them around, they travel around the country. I said, you know, I'm going to get back, I'm going to buy a dirt bike. And the reason why I'm going to buy a dirt bike, my wife's from California. And she said when she was in school and they would have earthquakes, they had to bring in counselors for people because to feel the earth, the earth moving under you does something to the psyche, right? And then I experienced my first earthquake and actually thought one of my kids was on the other side of the bed pushing the bed with their feet because it was to feel that your bike moving up under you, once you understand that, well, no, not, no I'm sorry. Once you realize once you experience that, that you have to experience and, and figure this thing out, that's where the, the confidence comes in. So I get what you're saying about, hey, you know, because that clip of you all on this mountain edge, and I'm like, nah, no, no, nope. Hey, get a dirt bike, spend some time on it, and we'll do this again. And I'll be on my adventure bike, right and I'll show you a real mountain. They, the classes are booked for like four years. <laughs> How, convenient. Yeah. Right. How convenient. How convenient. All right. So that, I think like deal. a little bit that in deal. both of our defenses, and I'm assuming in Detroit, in your area, it's the same. It's like you can't go off-road right. anywhere around Massachusetts. Well, I mean. It's, there's very few trails. you ride lots that, of other places. Right. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like we would have to ride far to get to, yeah. off-road. Whereas here, you, I mean, around your house, you've got to have I think you'd be surprised. Trails. No. So in Michigan... Texas is all private land. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, Detroit, if you go 25 minutes outside of Detroit, you can find trails. But see? because it's a concrete jungle type vibe and who I ride with, we don't seek that out, yeah, right? Yeah, Because that, okay. that is, I mean, that's an amazing experience yeah. in itself, you know? And there's a lot to learn there yeah. that you keep learning. You and you, you purposely seek it out. When I did the ride in Milwaukee... They had one stipulation, the race. You had to have three races under your belt. Now, I remember calling the guy, did I have to win three races or just have to do three? He said, just do three. We'll see. So I applied. I put down the races. So I get there. The sand is 10 to 12 inches. Semi-pros are saying no. Hooligans are saying no. If you dropped out, I'm like, I'm doing this. So I get out there so loose, and this young cat was like, man, it's like riding a dirt bike. I'm from Detroit. We rode 10 speeds when I was a kid. And he said, well, just remember, when in doubt, throttle out. out. That's counterintuitive to me. When in, when in doubt, you slow down, sucker. But because the sand, it'll stand you up, right? Took that out, did Milwaukee, and the only time I laid the bike down, you can see the video, is when they were flagging us to go out. But then other people were saying, keep going, because they wanted us to... Male wanted us to loop into in the, the center of the track, and I slowed down, and the sand grabbed. Then I, that's when I got it. Ooh, when in doubt, throttle out. Now, coming down the hill, it was like, no, going up, get squirrely, throttle. Oh, man, it was, look, I don't even work for Harley, but they're going to be like, we putting this cat on the payroll just to t- <laughs> Think about this one. Think about this. So you can, you, can, you can run with this. Take a Pan America to Boston. Detroit in the hood and just do stuff 
that you know the other big bikes can't do, it's crazy. I mean, I'll be like an urban legend. That's the crazy man. Yes, I am. The urban legend. You already are an urban legend. You already are an urban legend. No, we're going to do another level. We'll be the black scorpions. Yeah. The, the, the scorpions. That's, you know, my code name is black. Yeah, yeah we'll call yeah. me the white scorpion. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> and so, and our yeah. thing is we ride Pan Americas <laughs> at night saving people. Yeah. Or at least knocking them off. Like So, <laughs> so like, I have some really good trails behind my house. Um, and they eventually go out to the railroad tracks and you get down the railroad tracks and then get on other trails and whatever and usually the EP out there or whatever and I was just thinking like man I bet that Pan America would go out there no problem like to have that at home to just do it out there and I mean that's I ride you know ride a little 125 out there often but it's it's like you know a compact ground I guess with like leaves and stuff but I feel like it's just not the same terrain as dirt. And maybe because I'm on a dirt-specific bike, I have confidence. Whereas on a big road glide, I'm like, ah! Yeah. Like, I mean, I thought but, about you coming down. I'm like, I'm so glad Jody's not on her bike. Yeah. I was thinking the complete opposite. Yeah, <laughs> Jody I was jealous. This. I was a Jody little jealous. I was like, I could do this. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I don't you know. You definitely could have. But if I was forced to do it, I would do it. Absolutely. I would just, I'd I have to it. do it. And that's the thing is when you're forced to do something, you have to do it regardless. Yeah, we, and we weren't forced, you need to do anything. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, you I guys are not saying. babying me. No, there was no, okay, you, nobody was forcing me to do it, but I got to at least try to do it because you weren't going to offer anything until I absolutely 100% needed it. It was probably in tears, like, if it got to I that point. I wouldn't have waited that long. Well, still, I probably would have because I wouldn't have <laughs> let you do it. I don't like even anybody pushing my bike because if I'm going to ride a big bike, I have to be able to maneuver it. You have to be able to, and I am a, a, a confident in that that, you know, I think that's why that new ST is really good for females because a lot of times girls can ride but to ride a road glide that's a big heavy a big bike yeah. and okay yeah you can ride on a highway you can go around corners whatever but can you back it into a spot yeah. like can you push yeah. it up a hill like can you maneuver it no, whereas good. like that that's, ST that's is good. a lot lighter and smaller mm-hmm. than females can do it so it's always like all right, well, if I'm going to ride a big bike, i got to be able to handle it. got to be a big girl. And yeah, the and then, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like, all right, I guess I should have went to the gym, you know, five times a week instead of three. But No, it's, it's, it's also, like, <clears throat> understanding what you're doing and preparing for the next step, like seeing ahead. <clears throat> right. Not putting yourself in a bind where now i got to back yes. up a hill. And I'll yeah. Turn it up into the, you this know, like there's little things. This whole trip, I have thought that. I yeah. thought that yeah. so many times, like uh, all those, the rest areas that we would pull over at, I did not set myself up for disaster. Yeah, these guys aren't going to be pushing yeah, They're like, going to be on their bikes couple, looking at me. Right, like there was a couple <laughs> times where I didn't even go near you guys because I was like, I am not putting myself in that situation where I might have to ask for help. I'm not. And that's what we would have helped yeah. you at any moment. I know you would have. I know and you would have. You know, I, I didn't want to have would, to ask. I bet that me and my guys would have seen that you needed help before you were I'm even willing sure. to ask. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I didn't even want to put myself in that situation. You did a great job. Like where I pulled in, where I knew I could get out, or I didn't pull in exactly where you guys pulled in. Like I knew that I'm I not could trying get to teach out my of that kids situation. that. Like having situational awareness at all times. Yeah. Like being able to. Not only read the room, but read everybody in the room. It's like when you're, like when you're running through traffic. You don't look at what the cars are doing. 
you look at what they're gonna do. Yes, True. You know, you yes, gotta sir. be predicting and also be willing to accept any changes that might happen and not expecting anything, yeah. but looking ahead really far. Yeah. And it's like riding the dirt. You gotta be can't be looking at what you're riding over. You gotta be looking at what's coming up next. Right. Yeah, yeah I've cut I've cut cars off. Kids don't do this, but I've cut cars off because I can judge what speed they're doing right. Um, even and this they trip. got brakes most and of they the time. Got, and, yeah, and you know, and they even, got better brakes yeah. than you do. And, <laughs> they got and, way better brakes right. than I do. <laughs> yeah, you personally. <laughs> oh yeah, that's when I knew. I said, I'm dealing with a madman. When we were in Sturgis, and you're like, Yeah, I got a race. I don't have any brakes. I didn't have any brakes that whole week, riding around. Yeah, Sturgis. that's right. You said that. Yeah, yeah. and and it's it's crazy. I tell, I tell young people this all the time. You'll never know where you're going to be. And you'll never know how you're going to be remembered. So be nice, right? And I was talking to Al. And he was like, yeah, when I was in Sturgis. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's right. Then I went through the pictures tonight. I said, there you are fixing on dance, Mike. Here you all are in the pit. And it's my boy. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, that's the same thing about this community. I mean, you can be terrible or not. Or you can just love what you do. That's what keeps coming out. Man, this guy is loving this. And that gets transferred to. Like somebody asked me in Milwaukee. They said, man, I had to ask you some questions. They said, do your homework. And I said, uh, okay, shoot. And he asked the questions. But he said, so I got to ask you this. Also, are you a magnet? And I think I said this to you before, Dan. But we all are. We really do attract what we put out. I agree. That's 100%. And that's with anything in life. You know, not just motorcycles, with anything. If you have a positive outlook, positive things come your way. You know, whether you force them or not. And it's, you know, you got to, yeah, I mean, that that day where it was freezing cold, like I was like, oh, my hands are going to fall off. They are so cold. But I was like. I'm riding across country right now on motorcycles with some cool dudes. Like, we just camped on the side of the road. We all slept in Motel 8. We all could have afforded the $45 hey, you a bumped night. Us, you bumped us up, too. We were in Motel right, 6. Like, yeah, Motel like, 6. You know, like, but, but it's the fun of, uh, like, oh, like We I hung said. out in the parking lot on a, a concrete parking lot like, all night long. I'm like, it would have been, yeah, been like, easier to sit down on some dirt in the campground. And, and, and like I said, we like. We sure did sit out there for the, a minute. Then the, when I went, you all was still out there. Yeah, I mean, the, the rooms, like, we all could have afforded our own room, but it was way cooler sharing a room like with Being you together. and Brian like taking it, it down was, as yeah, a team yeah exactly like that's fun like the one night that me and you were at the house by ourselves pretty much and I slept in you know I was in the room by myself I was totally bored I was like I miss my gang like I want you guys to be sleeping in the room with me that was, that, you know? that, you're like, right that house is beautiful as it was right but felt so big it was empty because of what how we had uh, operated the last two days. Yeah, like we were a gang. Like we yeah, stuck we, together. Six forty-five, like, baby. Yeah, and I was like, man, I hope that everybody comes. And I was so glad, like last night, when all of us slept in the house. Like everybody stayed. And well, I felt I felt like, bad. Austin got that for us, and I brought my guys along. And I was like, is it okay if we stay here? And I was like, I don't know. Let me check it out. Then I was like, wait a second. Nah, no, this is what it's about. No, you're with. No, you guys can absolutely stay anywhere. I can stay. Yeah, just like always. Like, I apologize for even hesitating on that, you know? Yeah, and that was like, what, and, and, but even that vibe, right? As soon as I walked in the room and saw the couch and said, hey, who needs somewhere to stay, right? Where's Velocity? I mean, because 
that's the part that I, I've stopped explaining. So everybody thinks scooter bomb is just riding. No, it's not. I never heard no. the term scooter yeah. bomb. So it's really old trip, term FYI. from the really? 60s. Yeah, How long never. have you known this guy? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really a it's really an old term that fell out. I thought it was right? his friend named Scooter. <laughs> no, it fell out. It was it was 40s through the 60s, early 70s, right? It was a common term. You rode they call motorcycle scooters. But there was no hotels. There was it was no washing up. And the first time I rode with this cat who was a show enough scooter bum, and we went to Chicago, and I pulled over and said, man, I'm tired. What's going on? He said, it's late. It's cold. I said, I, I got to get some sleep. And I started looking for a room. And he said, a room? He said, you're a scooter bum. And we slept on the side of this restaurant that never had a customer. And the lady came out and said, you're scaring the customers away. And I said, ma'am, nobody's pulled in. And he said, hey, hey, let's go. We rode to the next site, and this is, when I tell him about this trip, he says, um, we got a couple tables here, we can go into the trees. Yankee, bruh, there's raccoons and skunks out here. So he says, I thought you wanted to be a scooter bomb. So we wind up going in to the rest stop, slept on the floor, and you know how he woke me up? He kicked me. When I, uh, and he threw a bag of chips. He said, eat those, we're rolling. What time is it? It's 2 in the morning. He said, I got something to do in the morning. We're rolling. Yeah. And we hammered out. And so when I throw that out there, I already called my wife. I said, no, nah, these ain't scooter bumps. They show no scooter bumps. And I probably shouldn't say this. So I got these patches. So if I give you a scooter bump, you're right. You live the life. But if I give you a show enough, that's a whole. And, and watching you, man, I'm like, how are they riding these shovel Choppers hey, like this. I gotta go pee real quick. You guys keep this up. Remember what I said we we're gonna do after this? What's that? We're drilling her. All right, on the, let's on go. On the racing. All right, hurry up. Oh, yeah, Come on, yeah, go yeah. pee. I was so mad I fell asleep on that last night. You were like, I was you out. Passed, you passed out like Brian passed out oh, the other yeah. night. It was like instant. <laughs> that was, and I felt bad. I was like, was, we were all talking so cool. away. He was like, uh, yeah, I think I'll shut it down. I was like, okay. Like, oh my God. Then I got up this morning, because I haven't posted a lot, which. I should have told him he could go in my room right there. Oh, oh, yeah. I haven't posted a lot. And I had someone ask, was I okay? You hadn't posted if I. I said, man, it's, I'm on this epic adventure, right? Uh, what's crazy, though? I'm actually now sorting through pictures that I know I don't want to share with the rest of the world. I agree. So I have a lot of um, experiences that I've had yeah. that same thing. Like I don't, I share with my friends, my immediate friends or whatever, and I feel like it creates more of an intimacy yeah. because they know that those are pictures that I only shared with them, not the whole world. Yeah, if you come you know? to my house, there's certain pictures you'll only see and they'll go, oh, I've never seen that. No, the picture where I was laying on my back and looked crazy at the fire and when I saw the picture I'm like this is crazy and then when I set up because the best shots are the candid shots. True. But, I love candid but shots. But someone said something so funny and Danger and I were cracking up. That next morning I actually was doing it as a story on the storyboard. Yeah. And then I deleted the storyboard because I said I'm keeping that picture for myself. That's cool. I'll share it with you all but I'm keeping that picture right. Uh yeah, it's like, but let me tell you something. If you thought that first mountain was high. Man, I wish I could have been on I a bike. Going, 
I'm going to look terrible when I ask somebody to take this bike down off the hill for me. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know? But you did it. Yeah, you and, were and, out and there. part of it was the PTSD from the crash. I'm sure. Was uh, it was, and and once I got to the one level, I said, okay, I already surveyed the the land and figured, okay, I just picked the right lines. But it was that second mountain that I said, you're in trouble. And that shook me because when I was crashing, that split second thought was, oh my God, you're in trouble. So once I pushed that out of my head, it was like, hey, and it's something you said earlier too, which was crazy, that, hey, they're doing it, I'm gonna do it. So not from the perspective of, and you said it from the perspective of female, I'm gonna hold my own. It was like, we're out here. Right. You know? You gotta do it. And what was crazy, I don't know if you noticed it. And I hear it, and it's hard to see it on myself when people post that they were at one of my shows, and then other people say to them, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, why? It's just, we just meet and we do this one day show. But seeing that on people's face when we rolled into the Chopper show. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh my God. No, it's it's something to, to. I don't want any other life, you know. I've been I don't wrote enough chapters of my life, uh, and I tell people all the time to just keep writing them. And to hear Jay Allen say that today, like, yeah, he's such a cool guy, isn't he? Oh my God! Yeah, he is a cool guy. He is. He's one of my favorite people. It is, and you can his vibe is great. So when I was he and I, because I like candid pictures, yeah, I didn't say I was taking a picture. But he thought I was showing him something. Oh, yeah, and so, he took a so, selfie. So he gives this look, and we're trying to figure, oh, I forgot to tell him. We're trying to figure out what number rockers those are that Bear did for him. So I send that picture and the bike, and he was something like, Sugar Bear was like, who is that? And I was like, Jay, Jay Allen. He's like, it doesn't look like him. Because I never looked at the picture. I didn't have my, yeah. I had my glass on. And then I was like, oh. So I was taking the other pictures, and I, I mean, I was sending him pictures of the bike, and I'm looking for Jay to send another picture. He comes out the room, and he's on the phone. He's like, no, he's, he's right here. Yeah. No, I, I, and he was explaining. No, I thought he was showing me something on the phone. That's why. And I'm like, he's like, this is Sugar Bear. I'm like, oh, man. But to have, be invited in his space like that. Yeah, oh it's cool, God. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, that was I your mean, first been, time? This your first yeah, time Yeah, and here, I right? mean, I've known Jay for a long time, and, and Jay was such a, he was legit my mentor for the salt. He was who I looked up to for, you know, advice and experiences and, and learning about the salt. And I mean, I've known Jay a long time. So, I mean, even previous to that, like, I've looked up to him for his life experiences with motorcycles. So then, you know, once we decided we were going out to the salt, it was, you know, a whole different perspective of my relationship with Jay. and. There was never a point where he didn't tell me advice that took him 25 years to learn. See, that's the, that's the part of this. Uh, some I, I, I told someone they're a legend. The guy said, no, no, you're a legend. I said, here's the deal. We get to see further because we stand on the shoulders of somebody else's greatness. True. And he let you see way all that experience. But last night, I fell asleep in the chair. 
<laughs> so I hear you all. I mean, I'm exhausted. Yeah, that, we all were. That like was, but that was the most exhausted I have been on trip. And I don't know why, even though it was the most relaxing day, right? Caught up with you. Yeah, that's Just it, caught up that's with it. you. So I, I'm, I'm hearing this part of what you all are talking about. I, I move from the chair and, and lay out on the couch. And as I'm moving and, and actually getting ready to lay back on the couch, you said, yeah, because if your pinky comes up and at the speed in which you're going, if you do this. And I remember saying, I thought I, maybe I was dreaming because I said something about my helmet and catching the wind. And I think I might have been dreaming. But I'm like, <laughs> I miss that where you talked about that experience, you know, because that 200 miles an hour ain't nothing to play with, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's definitely a, a cool experience and that is one of my greatest accomplishments in life and even just to have that under my belt in yeah. the whole thing of that we weren't racist I don't have any races in my family my dad wasn't racist we don't build race bikes we don't do any of that so like even just that's this, crazy like this experience like this the last you know six days yeah we don't know how many days we've been going i know literally i just tried to think of that in my head like okay wait a minute what is it three four five six days whatever but being with dan it's it kind of forces us to get out of our comfort zone yeah because you could be in a comfort zone with your friends and that's all you do and that's all you know and and you you almost don't know what you're missing that's why i get so many calls messages from folks I know when they look at some of my posts and go, did you just do, were you just at, yeah, and I told you all, this is it, this is the rest of my life, right, and one of my guys, the, the, the guy that came with me to the track out of South Carolina, and I'm like, bro, you ready for this, this ain't, and he said, oh, I'm gonna check it out, and we stayed, he stayed there two days and was like, I get it, and I said to him, that's why I don't explain it anymore, uh, you know, and I, his name is JB, James Burge. I said, that's why I don't explain it. Because you can't explain this trip to anybody. Unless they really understand it. I mean, you could talk about it. But to explain, yeah, we were here and we, you know, that's why I kept loving talking about the scorpion. Uh, (laughs) Somebody said, I've seen you, I've seen how you operate. You purposely wear things. You don't just promote other people's, nope. So with that being said, can you tell me about the scorpion? So I tell him the story. I'm like, look, I think I'm tough, but I'm not scorpion tough. <laughs> so, you know, but even that, to be out there. And then, oh, so I told my wife, I said, yeah. And when she got the picnic table, I moved my picnic table over near her picnic yeah, table. Our picnic tables <laughs> listen, together. Listen, look, if you're going to do it, do it. Oh, boy. what I miss? Oh, you miss a lot. We just talked yeah. about you. Yeah. That's man. all. He said, how did he trick yeah, us into this? No. Damn, that was a long intro. Okay, but that was a great show, right? I was literally, my eyeballs were floating. I had to go pee, and I was like, but this is good. Kind of like, you know, switch gears and come back and talk about Jody and her race, her race career on the fucking flats. It's so cool. You know how much, if you've been listening to the show, you know how much I enjoy the salt flats and to get a story like this out of Jody was super rad and just spend the time like I said with Jody in Detroit was amazing so I hope you enjoyed uh you know their new perspective on traveling through West Texas with me and my road dogs 
And, uh, you know, maybe one day in the future, I'll be able to share that experience with you. Randy kept saying that I need to charge money and sell tickets. But here's the deal. Everybody that knows how valuable that time is on the road with your boys, you're already doing it, right? Can't, can't tell you enough. So get out there. Check out the open road. Enjoy it with some friends. And if you don't have friends that want to do it, find some new fucking friends, okay? And just take out there on your own. You will find them. They will find you. Be a magnet. Okay. Uh, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com, MCShopTees.com, LowbrowCustoms.com, MotorcycleSherpa.com, KnivesMadeByNick.com, and I will see you in Fredericksburg at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds for the Texas Fandango. Dango. <laughs>